0: It's the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast, the show where a guy looks back at selected hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, also some old musical TV shows, albums you may have forgotten or never even heard of, and more. Now here's your host, the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello, and welcome to episode 87 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. This week, we're looking at the charts of November 21st, 1982. Around this time, the annual college football game between the University of California and Stanford University ended ended memorably with a Cal kick return touchdown involving five laterals and a collision with a member of the Stanford marching band who had prematurely taken the field. Let's look at what was going on in the culture beyond collegiate gridiron rivalries. Wasn't a great month for movie releases. The three highlights were the horror anthology Creepshow, written by Stephen King and directed by Night of the Living Dead's George Romero, The Man from Snowy River, an Australian Western featuring American actor Kirk Douglas, and They Call Me Bruce, the story of an Asian immigrant who gets swept up into the drug trade because people think he resembles Bruce Lee. Other films coming out this month included Jimmy the Kid, which featured Gary Coleman as a child kidnapped by thieves, the thriller Still of the Night, with Meryl Streep and Roy Scheider, the slasher film The Slumber Party Massacre, and the animated fantasy The Last Unicorn, featuring a star-studded voice cast that included Jeff Bridges, Mia Farrow, and Angela Lansbury. On On television, the sport of boxing found itself in the spotlight for the wrong reasons, On the 13th, CBS broadcast a fight between world lightweight champion Ray Boom Boom Mancini and Korean challenger Dukku Kim. Mancini won by TKO in the 14th round, but shortly after the match, Kim fell into a coma and died four days later. Then on the 26th, ABC aired a world heavyweight championship match between champ Larry Holmes and challenger Randall Tex Cobb. A fight that went the 15-round distance but was so one-sided that commentator Howard Cosell vehemently criticized the referee for not stopping it and declared that he might never call another professional bout. As a result of the criticism that came in the wake of these events, the sports sanctioning bodies introduced measures designed to increase fighter safety, including providing more medical testing before matches, and shortening championship bouts from 15 rounds to 12. On the bestseller lists, fiction readers were picking up Space, veteran veteran author James Michener's fictionalized history of the American space program, Foundation's Edge, a futuristic tale by science fiction legend Isaac Asimov, and two novels that would become steamy TV miniseries a couple of years later, "Mistral's Daughter by Judith Krantz, and Lease by Shirley Conran. Meanwhile, in nonfiction, big sellers included And More by Andy Rooney. The latest volume of Gripes by the 60 Minutes Curmudgeon. Life Extension. A book containing tips on how to slow down the aging process by Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shaw. Keeping Faith. A memoir by former President Jimmy Carter. And The G-Spot and Other Recent Discoveries About Human sexu- Sexuality by Alice Kahn Lattice, Beverly Whipple, and John D. Perry. And in music, a huge moment happened on the 30th, when Epic Records released the LP Thriller by Michael Jackson. Jackson's previous solo album, 1979's Off the Wall, had gone multi-platinum and produced two number one hits, but he believed he could do even better both artistically and commercially. Working again with producer Quincy Jones, Jackson put together a mix of dance tracks, funk numbers, ballads, and even a rock song with a solo by Eddie Van Halen. The album's first single, the Paul McCartney duet, The Girl Is Mine, went to number two, but was seen by many as sappy and disappointing. But after the next two singles were the immortal one-two punch of Billie Jean and Beat It, both number one hits accompanied by groundbreaking videos, the album took off into the stratosphere topping the U.S. album chart for 37 weeks, spawning seven top ten hits, breaking the unofficial color barrier on MTV, and becoming the best-selling album in the world ever, moving an estimated 70 million copies globally. It also made Jackson a celebrity on the level the world had never seen before. And he spent the rest of his life trying to deal with the reality of that status in ways that were often bizarre and controversial. There's no doubt that no other set of nine pop songs has had neither nearly as great an impact on the world. Now, let's check out the charts. As always, we start below the top 20s. This week, we're looking at a guy who'd been a huge star in his native land for much of the 60s, but it faded since and was attempting to launch a comeback. At number 64 in Britain, it's Devil or Angel by Billy Fury. Born in Liverpool in 1940, Ronald Witcherly was signed by a manager known for giving his discoveries evocative stage names. Thus, he became Billy Fury. He had his first hit in 1959, and over the next seven years he had 25 more hits, including 11 top tens. In the late 60s, the hits dried up, and he went into semi-retirement. He attempted a comeback in the early 80s, and and in 1982, he returned to the charts with the single Love or Money, which hit number 57. Devil or Angel was the follow-up. Devil or Angel is a cover of a 1955 hit by the R&B group The Clovers. You decide if the lyrics are good or bad. Devil or Angel, I can't make up my mind which one you are. I'd like to wake up and find, devil or angel, dear whichever you are, I miss you, I miss you. Devil or angel, please say you'll be mine, love me or leave me, I'll go out of my mind. You look like an angel, your smile is divine, but you keep me guessing, will you ever be mine? I need you, I need you, I need you. you. The arrangement sounds like that 50s doo-wop style, but the production is very early 80s. It's like clean like that. Fury sings okay, but this sounds like he just wants to do everything exactly like he did 20 years earlier. Now, I respect artists being true to themselves, but it it would have helped him if he sounded like he had something to offer the modern pop audience. Plenty of artists before and since have embraced newer sounds while maintaining what made them loved in the first place. Fury, in this case, tries to get by on nostalgia alone. Devil or Angel was down from a peak of number 58. Two months after this, Fury had returned home from a recording session when he collapsed and died. His heart had been damaged as a child after a bout of rheumatic fever, and that led led to him suffering a fatal heart attack and only 42 years old. A final album, The One and Only, was released in March of 1983, and he had one more charting single, Forget Him, which hit number 59. Now we're into the top 40s, starting in the UK with number 36, Someone, Somewhere in Summertime. Simple Minds. Formed in Glasgow in 1977, Simple Minds began as a punk band called Johnny and the Self-Abusers. They released their debut album in 1979, but their breakthrough came when their fifth album, New Gold Dream 81, 82, 83, 84, produced two singles, Promised You a Miracle, and Glittering Prize that made the top 20. Somewhere Somewhere in Summertime was the third single. Someone somewhere in summertime is shimmering new wave, whoever and wherever you are. And whenever this is that you're listening, have a listen to the lyrics. Stay, I'm burning slow, with me in the rain, walking in the soft rain, calling out my name, see me burning slow. Brilliant days, wake up on brilliant days, shadows of brilliant ways will change all the time. Memories, burning gold memories, gold of day memories change me in these times. Somewhere there is a, there is some place that one million eyes can't see, and somewhere there is someone who can see what I see. Someone, somewhere, in summertime. Moments burn, slow burning golden nights. Once more see city lights holding candles to the flame. Brilliant days, wake up on brilliant days. Shadows of brilliant ways will change me all the time to me, Simple Minds are the Scottish counterpart to U2, in that both bands created a style that I call Arena Alternative. Cross between Arena Rock and Alternative. Their music was darker and more serious than the big stadium-filling rock bands of the time, and yet it also had this very big sound that could fill the space of a huge venue and and inspire sing-alongs and raised cigarette lighters. Obviously, U2 had much more success, but I don't think sim- singer Jim Kerr and company could be called anything close to failures. Someone Somewhere in Summertime peaked at number 36. Simple Minds had 21 more UK hits, including eight top tens and the 1981 1989 number one Belfast Child. They they broke through on the other side of the Atlantic in 1985 with the North American number one Don't You Forget About Me from the soundtrack of the movie The Breakfast Club. The most recent album is 2018's Walk Between Worlds. Now we go to the USA for the first time for their number 31 Missing You by Dan Fogelberg. Born in Peoria, Illinois, in 1951, Dan Fogelberg was discovered at a Chicago folk, folk festival in the early 70s. He had his first hit in 1975, and to this point, he'd had eight top 40 hits, including four top tens. Missing You was from a, was a new tr- Missing You was a new track from a Greatest Hits album. Missing You is a soft rocker, as opposed to most of his other hits, which I would call easy listening folk pop. I didn't miss the lyrics. Hard days I'm traveling alone for too long. Ooh, ooh, I'm missing you. I'm always somewhere that I never belong. Ooh, ooh, I'm missing you. I'm moving so fast now that it doesn't seem true. Ooh, ooh, I'm missing you. I'm getting closer, but I don't know what What to. Ooh, ooh, I'm missing you. Ooh, oh, if I had you beside me, Then I just might sleep through the night. Your love is the promise that guides me all of the days of my life. This life I'm living living is getting so hard to feel. Ooh, ooh, I'm missing you. The days are empty and the nights are unreal. Ooh, ooh, I'm missing you. In the never-ending debate regarding what is and isn't yacht rock, this is the Fogelberg song, that falls most clearly on the is side. It's got actual electric guitar riffs, but they're smooth, en- smooth enough to make sure no one drops their Chardonnay glass. Missing You peaked at number 23. In Canada, it got to number 29. Vogelberg had two more hits and continued to record and perform until his death from cancer in 2007. A final album, Love in Time, was released in 2009, and a stage musical based on his songs called Part of the Plan premiered in Nashville in 2017. We make our first stop in Canada for the number 34 song, Get Closer by Linda Ronstadt. Born in Tucson, Arizona in 1946, Linda Ronstadt moved to L.A. when she was 18. There, she joined a band called the Stone Ponies, who had a North American Top 20 hit with Different Drum in 1968. After that band broke up, Ronstadt picked up her first solo hit in 1970. But her real, her real breakthrough came five years later, when both her album Heart Like a Wheel and her single You're No Good hit number one in the U.S. She'd scored a dozen more North American hits by the time she released this the first single and title track from her 11th LP. Get Closer is smoldering pop rock. Let's cozy up to the lyrics. Want love? Get closer. You want love? Get closer. Hold her hand, be forward, come on, be a man, get closer. Instead of worrying about those things you said, follow your heart and forget your head. Maybe some things will jump out of your mouth. Make her notice that you're crazy about her. You make a fuss when her eyes ain't on you. Well, give her something to look forward to. Remember all those girls all those other girls who ran away from something they didn't understand? It's not one of her greatest performances, but she still manages to convey that sexiness that helped her become the biggest female rock star of her day. She was contemplating taking her career in a different direction at this time, so I think that explains why it sounds like her heart might not completely in, in, not, might not be completely into this. She's more than good enough a singer to get away with that. Get Closer peaked at number 30. In the U.S., it hit number 29. Ronstadt had one more pop hit, then, as I said, went in a different direction with a series of of albums of traditional pop with the Nelson Riddle Orchestra. After that, she recorded a country album with Dolly Parton and Emily Lou Harris, then an album of traditional Mexican songs as a tribute to that part of her heritage. Before returning to pop, with 1989's Cry Like a Rainstorm, Howl Like Like the Wind. She continued to record and perform in a variety of genres until being forced to retire in 2013 due to progressive supranuclear palsy. She's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, been honored by the Kennedy Center, and in 2019 she was the subject of the documentary Linda Ronstadt, The Sound of My Voice. We remain in Canada for number 24, I Did It For Love by Harlequin. Formed in Winnipeg in 1975, Harlequin released their debut album in 1979 and, and had picked up two top 40 hits before they put out this, the second single from their third album, One False Move. I Did It For Love is pacey mainstream rock on which the singer testifies on his own behalf in an imaginary trial for some unspecified crime. I read these lyrics for love. Of what? I'm not sure. A case such as this. I'd like to say a few words. Listen, don't you resist. I did it for love. What more can I say? I only hope you'll understand my plea someday. Don't hold me to blame. I'm a little insane, and I'm growing more and more every day. I'll never get out, and no one gets in, to this cold, secluded world you put me in. Understand my motivation. It's not infatuation, baby. Oh, baby. You were the witness, you be the judge. I did it for love. I don't question you, Your Honor. I did it for love. This song straddles the line between new wave and hard rock, which was a good strategy for the time. The kind of calculation sometimes bothers bothers me, but this song zips along so nicely that I forgive them. A decent little pop distraction. I did it for love peaked at number 19. Harlequin had no further hits, but they're still active, although they haven't released anything since 2009's Live on Cue. We're in the UK again for their number 24 song, Save Your Love, by Renee and Renato. British singer Hilary Lester was paired with Italian-born tenor Renato Pagliari by songwriter Johnny Edwards, who'd been in a band called The Manish Boys with David Bowie back in the 60s. After Lester changed her first name because, I don't know, alliteration, they released this, their debut single. Save Your Love is a big, over-the-top love ballad that can, that contrasts Renato's booming operatic voice with Renee's breathy coup. I will not save you from the lyrics. Save your love, my darling, save your love for summer nights with moon and stars above. A serenade I long to sing you, the reddest rose I always bring you. Save your love for Roma and for me. Darling, I will love you endlessly, even though you're far away from me. I can't forget the words I told you, how it felt to love and hold you. Love like ours will last eternally. Save your love, my darling, save your love, even though it's been so very long. The memory of our love still lingers on. I can't wait to hold and kiss you. Don't you know how much I miss you? Darling, sing for me our lover's song. Salva l'amore, cara salva l'amore. La notte d'estate la luna, l'estelle lassù. Yeah, my Italian is not great. Anyway, this is histrionic, breast-beating balladry of a kind that I think is beyond parody. I believe Edwards wrote it tongue-in-cheek, but I don't think these two got the memo. To me, it sounds more threatening than romantic. If this was supposed to depict a real lover's relationship, I would be very worried for Renee. For some reason, Your Love was huge, going on to be the Christmas number one spending four weeks at the top and selling nearly a million copies in Britain. Rene and Renato had one more lower-charting single, and, and they put out three albums before going their separate ways in 1985. Renato then went solo, releasing albums while singing in restaurants and on cruise ships, until he died of a brain tumor in 2009. We're in America again for the number 23 song in America, You Can Do Magic, by America. Formed in London in 1970, America was made up of three young men whose fathers were stationed at the U.S. Air Force Base in South Ruslip. Their debut single, A Horse With No Name, was a North American number one. And over the next four years, they had eight more hits, including five top tens and another number one. 1975's Sister Golden Hair. They hadn't made the top 40 in six years when they released this, their first single and from their 10th album View From the Ground. You Can Do Magic is most definitely yacht rock. It's smooth, it's polished, the vocals are laid back and melodic. For my next trick, I'll read the lyrics. I never believed in things I couldn't see. I said if I can't feel it, then how how can it be? No, no magic could happen to me. And then I saw you. I couldn't believe it. You took my heart. I couldn't retrieve it. I said to myself, what's it all about? Now I know there can be no doubt. You can do magic. You can have anything that you desire. Magic. And you know you're the one who can put out the fire. You know darn well when you cast your spell, you will get your way. When you when you hypnotize with your eyes, a heart of stone can turn to clay. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Doo, 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 doo. And when the rain is beaten upon the window pane, and when the, night it, and when the night it gets so cold, when I can't sleep again, you come to me. I hold you tight. The rain disappears. Who would believe it? With a word, you dry my tears. These guys found the perfect song to cash in on the fact that the sound of pop had become had come back around to one that fit what these guys had always been about. It's a little short of their best hits, but it's worthy of sparking a comeback. You Can Do Magic was down from a peak of number eight. It hit number 37 in Canada and number 59 in the UK. America had one more hit in 1983, and they continue on as a duo to this day, with original members Dewey Bunnell and Jerry Beckley. The other founding men- member, Dan Peake, had left in 1977 and recorded Christian contemporary music and con- Contemporary Christian music, excuse me, not that there's a difference, until he died of a heart condition in 2011. America's most recent album was 2015's Lost and Found. We're into the top 20s now. Beginning in the U.S. with number 12, Rock This Town by The Stray Cats. Formed in Massapequa, New York in 1979, Stray Cats began performing their retro rockabilly in New York's punk clubs. Then they were relocated to Britain when that country experienced a revival of the 50s phenomenon known as Teddy Boys. They got a record deal there and quickly picked up three UK hits. The first two albums weren't released in the US, but in 1982, the best tracks from those LPs were compiled into an album called Built for Speed, from which Rock This Town was the first single. Rock This Town is chugging rockabilly about looking for kicks and action with your best chick. Let's rock these lyrics. Well, my baby and me went out late Saturday night. I had my hair piled high, and my baby just looked so right. Well, pick you up at 10, gotta have you home at 2. Mama don't know what I catched off of you. But that's alright, because we're looking as cool as can be. Well, we found a little place that really didn't look that bad. I had a whiskey on the rocks and change of a dollar... For the jukebox. Well, I put the cold rock into that can. But all they played was disco, man. Come on, baby, baby. Let's get out of here right away. We're gonna rock this town. Rock it inside out. We're gonna rock this town. Make them scream and shout. Let's rock, rock. Let's rock, man, rock. We're gonna rock till we, you pop. We're gonna rock till you drop. We're gonna rock this town. Rock, rock it inside out. It's retro for sure, but there's a a jolt of energy to it that makes it more than just a nostalgic recreation. And the pop scene in America definitely needed that kind of jolt at this time, especially when all that was known as Thriller was that sleeping pill of a ballad MJ did with the cute Beatle. Pulling off on their return home turned out to be the best thing for the Stray Cats. Rock This Town would peak at number nine, as it had in Britain. In Canada, it got to number six. Stray Cats had three more American hits, including... Two top fives in 1983. After that, however, the group broke up and reunited several times, usually to accommodate other projects by center guitarist Brian Setzer, including his big band, the Brian Setzer Orchestra. They're currently together, and they released the nineteen the they released the album 40 in 2019. Canada again for their number 20 song, Arias and Symphonies by The Spoons. I talked about The Spoons way back in episode 7 when I covered Smiling in Winter, the third single from their second album. Now I'm looking at the single they released right before that one, which was also that album's title track. Arias and Symphonies is swirly synth-pop about the way our parents influence what we grow up to be. I think that's what it's about. Let me tune up the orchestra to read the lyrics. Is it hard to be the kind of man you want to be? All options not left open. Playing games for the benefit of those who watch, determined this one will turn out right. Not like his mother and not like his wife, but right. Not like the women he knew in his life. Arias and symphonies, music to his ears, little boys in harmony pouring their hearts out. Arias and symphonies, ring in his ears. Everything's arranged before it is played. Is it hard to be the kind of girl you want to be? All options not left open. Acting roles just to pacify her dear old dad. Determined his baby grows up right. A bit like his mother, a bit like his wife. Right. Just like the women he knew in his life. This is exhibit A of my my case for this band deserving to have been bigger beyond Canada. I think they could have had at least dented the UK Top 40 with this or previous single Nova Heart. And maybe one of their later, later singles, like Tell No Lies or Romantic Traffic, could have gotten to the 70s or 80s in the Hot 100. There's a, region, there's a reason legendary producer Niall Rogers decided to do an album with them. They had something. It just never got the recognition it merited, as far as I'm concerned. Arias and Symphonies was the band's biggest hit, peaking at number 18. For more on The Spoons, go back and listen to episode 7. Or, of course, Google, YouTube, w- Wikipedia, all the usual suspects. We are in Britain again for their number 12 song, Living on the Ceiling by Blancmange. Formed in the London borough of Harrow in 1979, Blancmange was a trio consisting of singer Neil Arthur and musicians Stephen Luscombe and Lawrence Stevens. They released their debut album in 1982, and its first two singles charted below the top 40. Living on the Ceiling was the third. Living on the Ceiling is jerky, dance floor-ready synth-pop. I am firmly planted on the ground while I read the lyrics. You keep me running round and round, well that's alright with me. Up and down, I'm up the wall, I'm up the bloody tree. That's alright with me. Yeah, that's alright with me. Well, it feels alright to me. Yeah, it looks alright to me. And I'm so tall. I'm so tall. You raise me, and then you let me fall. And I'm so small. I'm so small. Wrap me me around your finger. Seen before. Here we go. You keep me running round and round. Well, that's alright with me. Nothing, nothing, nothing's gonna step in my way. Living on the ceiling. No more room down there. Things fall into place. You got the joke. Fall into place. It's the kind of song that the soundtracks of John Hughes's 80s teen films were full of. And of those, it's in the higher echelon. And in case you don't know, a blanc mange is a dessert popular in Britain. It seems to be like a milky jello. Living on the Ceiling peaked at number seven. Blanc mange had six more hits, including two top tens, before breaking up in 1986. Arthur and Luscombe reunited for an album in 2011, and since then, Neil Arthur has continued the group with other musicians. Their most recent album is this year's Commercial Break. We're into the top tens now, beginning in Britain with number ten, Young Guns Go For It by Wham. Formed in Hertfordshire in 1981, George Michael and Andrew Ridgeley met in school and played in a ska band together. Then they decided to work together as a duo. Their debut single, Wham Rap, Enjoy What You Do, failed to chart. And this, their second sing- their second single, was languishing below the top 40 when they were invited to perform on Top of the Pops. And that exposure launched their career. Young Gun's Go For It is funk pop that features George Michael rapping. Yes, rapping. The song is about a guy who thinks his best friend is making a mistake by getting engaged to his girlfriend instead of enjoying the carefree single life. I'm gonna go for the lyrics. Well I hadn't seen your face around town a while, so I greeted you with a knowing smile. When I saw that girl upon your arm, I knew she won your heart with a fatal charm. I said Soul Boy, let's hit the let's hit the town. I said, Hey boy, what's with the frown? But in return, all you could say was, hi, George, meet my fiancé. Young guns having some fun. Crazy ladies keep them on the run. Wise guys realize there's danger in emotional ties. See me single and free. No tears, no fears, what I want to be. One, two, take a look at you. Death by matrimony. Hey, sucker, what the hell's got into you? Hey, sucker, now there's nothing you can do a married man, you're out of your head, sleepless nights on an HP bed. A daddy by the time you're 21. If you're happy with a nappy, then you're in for fun, but you're here and you're there. Well, there's guys like you just everywhere, looking back on the good old days. Well, this young gun says, caution pays. George was a surprisingly credible rapper. He was definitely copying copying early MCs like Curtis Blow, but he understood pace and flow well enough to sound as Authentic as a Greek Briton could. He moved on from that as his career as his career progressed, but it's cool to remember that he had that ability in his toolkit. Young Guns, Go For It, peaked at number three. After this, Wham! Rap was re-released, and it hit number nine. They had nine more hits, including five number ones. In 1984, the boys broke through in North America with their second album, Make It Big, which produced three Triple Crown winners. Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, Careless Whisper, and Everything She Wants. The group disbanded in June of 1986 after a huge concert called The Final at Wembley Stadium. George Michael would become a solo superstar, while Andrew Ridgeley would not.
1: We're in Canada
0: again for number six, Da 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 by Trio. Formed in Großen, Netten, Germany in 1979, Trio released their debut album in 1981, and this, their first hit in their native land, caught on first in other European countries, then in Britain, and then in other places around the world. Da 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 is min- minimalist synth-pop, mostly sung in English with some German. Here are the la la lyrics: What you do and what you don't, what you will and what you won't, what you do, what you can and what you can't. This is what you've got to know. Love you though it didn't show. Ecliptic du duleipped, McNicked. Uh huh. Da da da, da da da. I don't love you. You don't love me. Da da da. I don't love you. You don't love me. I know Ryan, I know why you ran away. Uh-huh. Understand you couldn't stay. Uh-huh. Wonder where you are today. Uh-huh. After all it was said and done, it was right for you to run. Germany had been in the at the forefront of electronic music in the 70s with artists like Kraftwerk who had a hit with Autobahn pretty much based on how exotic it sounded. By this time, synths and drum machines were mainstream. So it took old-fashioned pop techniques like a catchy melody and an indelible nonsense chorus to break the language barrier and these guys use those methods master masterfully here da 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 peaked at number three it reached number two in the uk it didn't chart beyond the dance club charts in the u.s but it found popularity 15 years later when it was used in a volkswagen commercial Trio never again charted outside German-speaking countries, and they would break up in
1: 1986.
0: We're back in America for number seven, Mickey by Tony Basil. Born in Philadelphia in 1943, Antonia Basilotta started her entertainment career as a dancer in television and movies. Later, she acted in films such as Easy Rider and Five Easy Pieces. She later became a choreographer, and after working on some music videos, she got the chance to record an album called Word of Mouth, from which Mickey was the first single. Mickey is a cover of a 1979 song called Kitty by the British pop band Racy. It's bouncy pop rock sung with the energy of someone 20 years younger. These lyrics may blow your mind. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. You've been around all night, and that's a little long. You think you've got the right, but I think you've got it wrong. Why can't you say goodnight so you can take me home, Mickey? Because when you say you will, it always means you won't. You're giving me the chills. Baby, please. Baby, don't. Every night, you still leave me all alone, Mickey. Oh Mickey, what a pity. You don't understand. You take me by the heart when you take me by the hand. Oh Mickey, you're so pretty. Can't you understand? It's guys like you, Mickey. Ooh, what you do, Mickey. Do, Mickey. Don't break my heart, Mickey. Hey Mickey. Now when you take now when you take me by the I don't know, who's ever gonna know? Every time you move, I let a little more show. There's something you can use, so don't say no. So come on and give it to me any way you can. Any way you want to do it, I'll take it like a man. Oh, please, baby, please don't leave me in this jam, Mickey." It's overflowing with hooks, particularly that that cheerleader-style opening chant, which probably inspired her to wear a a cheerleader uniform in the video. It is unquestionably one of the absolutely essential tracks in any 80s playlist. Mickey would hit number one in the U.S. and Canada. Britain denied it a triple crown by holding it to number two. Basil only had a couple more singles that charted below the top 40, and she hasn't released any music since 1984. She has since concentrated on choreography and has worked on many television shows and films, most recently the 2019 Quentin Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We'll recap the top tens and look at a number one, right after this. The Old Man Yells at Music Podcast now has a Patreon. Yes, if you like this podcast so much you were moved to financially support it, now you can. There are different tiers with different rewards, such as early episode access, the ability to vote on future topics, and bonus episodes about extra songs from the charts I cover, other charts from other years, genres, and countries, and even the biggest hit of the 21st century. And you can even pick an episode topic for me at the top level. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com and search old man yells at music. Or click on the link, click on the links to the show notes, my social media posts, or the blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Help me yell more at more music. Become a Patreon subscriber today. Now it's time to count down our three top 10s. First, we'll go to America. Number 10, Muscles by Diana Ross. A song written by a friend Michael and named for his pet snake. Number nine, Steppin' Out by Joe Jackson. The biggest American hit from a singer from Staffordshire. Number eight, Maneater by Daryl Hall and John Oates. The Philly duo's fifth, number one. Number seven, Mickey, Mickey by Tony Basil. Number six, Who Can It Be Now by Men at Work, the first of two number ones for the Australian band. Number five, Heartlight by Neil Diamond, the veteran Singer tribute to E.T. Number four, Gloria by Laura Branigan, the breakthrough hit from a singer first from suburban New York. Number three, Heart Attack by Olivia Newton-John, her 14th top 10. Number two, Truly by Lionel Richie. The ex-Commodore's first solo number one. And the number one song in the USA this week was... Up Where We Belong by Joe Cocker and Jennifer Lawrence. The Oscar-winning smash from the movie An Officer and a Gentleman. And now, Canada's Top 10. Number 10, Dirty Laundry by Don Henley. The first true solo hit for the former Eagles. Number 9, Pressure by Billy Joel. his 7th top 10 here. Number 8, Heart Life by Neil Diamond. Number 7, Heart Attack by Olivia Newton-John. Number 6, Da 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 by Trio. Number 5, Steppin' Out by Joe Jackson. Number 4, Down Under by Minute Work. Number 3, The Look of Love by ABC. The Sheffield New Wavers got their only number 1 in any of the Canuckus countries when this one topped the chart here. Number two, Up Where We Belong by Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warren. And the number one song in Canada this week, and the one in the spotlight, was... Gloria by Laura Branigan. Born in Brewster, New York in 1952, Laura Branigan began her music career in the early 70s in a band called Meadow. After After that group broke up, She sang backup for Leonard Cohen, among others, before signing with a major label. After three unsuccessful singles, she finally broke through with this, the second single from her debut album, Brannigan. Gloria is a synth-heavy dance-pop cover of a 1979 hit by Italian singer Umberto Tozzi. The original lyrics were about an imaginary, idealized woman. But but lyricist Trevor Veach wrote new English lyrics about a woman living a complicated romantic life. All the voices in my head are telling me to read the lyrics. Gloria, you're always on the run now, running after somebody. You gotta get him somehow. I think you've gotta slow down before you start to blow it. I think you're headed for a breakdown, so be careful not to show it. You really don't remember. Was it something that he said? Are the voices in your head calling Gloria? Gloria, don't you think you're fallen? If everybody wants you, why isn't anybody calling? You don't have to answer. Leave them hanging on the line. Oh, oh, calling Gloria. Gloria, I think they got your number. I think they got the alias that you've been living under. But you really don't remember. Was it something that they said? Are the voices in your head calling Gloria? Gloria, how's it going to go down? Will you meet him on the main line, or will you catch him on the rebound? Will you marry for the money, take a lover in the afternoon, feel your innocence slipping away? Don't believe it's coming back soon. Branigan belts it out like a true diva, and she drills the song into your head. And I don't mind that at all. It's just high-octane, maximum-impact pop music. Gloria spent just one week at number one. It hit number two in the U.S. and number six in the U.K. Brannigan had a few more 80s hits, including another Canadian number one with 1984's Self Control. Fifteen years later, it became uh, Gloria became the victory anthem of the NHL's St. Louis Blues on their run to winning the Stanley Cup in 2019. <laughs> So how to sum up the pop music of November 1982. Synth pop was strong in Britain and gaining more traction in North America. Easy listening still had a big place in the mainstream. Seventies veterans were still going strong, although a few were nearing the end of their Top 40 relevance. But as usual, Britain could be relied on to have something very strange making its way up the charts. In this case, an almost laughable ballad that I can't imagine anyone ever buying. But apparently, nearly a million people did. Now it's time for Old Man Yells at You. I'm going to start by recommending Brian Setzer's first solo album, 1986's The Knife Feels Like Justice. It has more of a Springsteen campy kind of sound to it and the title track to me really it really should have been a hit then go watch the mr plow episode of the simpsons to hear linda romstadt sing sing the plow king jingle i'm glad her her and barney found a project to do together finally and lastly i don't know maybe you can find a recipe and make a blanc mange yourself and let me know if it's any good Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for the episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com, or you can check out the Instagram account at Old Man Yells at Music. And as always, as always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I will link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get some bonus content, including the recent mini-episodes about Disco on 60 Minutes and Beard's appearance on Saturday Night Live. And you can make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics quoted on the show are for the purposes of discussion and review, no infringement is intended. Next time on the show, we're picking up our Busted Bubbles series. This time looking at songs that just missed Billboard's Hot 100 in 1977. Till then, I'm Roger Troop, saying Oz never did give nothing to the Tin Man that he didn't already have. Stay safe.